What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The following podcast may contain discussions supported by science that may be considered dangerous to some listeners and conspiracy theorists. Discretion is advised. The Three Down Greencast is brought to you by the Pile of Bones Brewing Company. Home delivery available in Regina at sassbeerdelivery.ca. Welcome to the Three Down Greencast. You are listening to the internet's only Sergio Castillo podcast. Yes! I'm Joel Gasson with John Fraser as usual, and it is a very special episode of the Three Down Greencast. Yes. Uh, we're not going to joke around. We're not going to really waste a whole lot of time getting into this one, as uh, the day has finally come. The man, the myth, the legend, John's goat. <laughs> yes, one Sergio Castillo is going to join us on the Three I, Down Greencast. I, Joel, I have been so excited for this since uh, since he reached out uh, after the post went semi-viral of me rocking his jersey at the curling trials, and it was just great to make contact with him. We've been texting for a while, which, again, when you're texting, like, like let's face it, we get to do something pretty cool here. Just the thought of texting with one of your favorite players, uh, even if it's just arranging a podcast date, is pretty damn cool. I'm absolutely thrilled to have Sergio on, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's an exciting day for me. Mm-hmm. And, um... Before we get to all that, as usual, first, we still still have to plug our sponsor, the Pile of Bones Brewing Company. Before we get into all that, John, what is in the glass this week? In the glass this week, uh, as usual, I figured this was a special occasion, and we're actually going to be doing the interview with Sergio on video, so I went with the official beer of the podcast, the Pile of Bones White IPA. I have uh, much of the same, as that shouldn't be much of a surprise, I guess, as we've kind of been going down that road a fair bit lately as... uh, Winter, at least the worst of it, definitely appears to be behind us, which is always nice. Not quite probably as nice as it is in Texas, where where, where we find one Sergio Castillo. Uh, so we've been talking about it forever. This is a day I didn't think would come. As a giant fan of my man, Sergio Castillo, the first athlete we have ever had on this podcast. The only athlete no, no. was probably it. No, who have we had? First football before? player. First, first football, football player. player. That's right. We're a football podcast that's ever had a football player before. And we'll never pass this day because it can't be top. Sergio Thank you so much, my man. It's an absolute pleasure. Like, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm not going to lie. Been a fan of yours for a while. I'm pumped. Thanks a lot for coming on, man. Well, first of all, I appreciate you guys having me on and, you know, working with my crazy schedule. I know it's a little bit late at night, but, you know, it's a pleasure to be here and, uh, you know, looking forward to to chat about football, my journey, and, you know, and what, a, what crazy stories we have. 
Oh, of course. Of course, we are brought to you by the Pile of Bones Brewing Company. Uh, for once, we can actually show it on video, having a white IPA. Uh, Sergio, I know you just got home from running your gym. You just got uh, your little one down. So you probably didn't have time to pour one out, but it, it, what's in the glass for you? If, you know, your nightcap, what's your favorite drink, your go-to drink? Uh, for me, it would be Topo uh, Chico, which is, I guess, a uh, club soda. Mm-hmm. And you mix it with uh, with tequila, you know, and uh, I honestly, I don't have a preference of tequila, uh, but uh, normally, you know, uh, Don Julio, you can't go wrong with that. And, and, you know, just a little bit of ice, a little bit of a lemon and uh, and that I, honestly, I just need one drink and, and it knocks me out because I, I, <laughs> I hardly drink. So I am out quick. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I still had that problem. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> of course you are now um we've been campaigning since the great cup game that you should have been the mop of that great cup game you were incredible uh you were clutch you brought something to winnipeg for a second time really that they didn't have before can you just talk about what it was like to come back come to winnipeg when you found out you're coming to winnipeg and of course winning the great cup yes uh you know just very fortunate to be in a situation where i got all the opportunities uh, you know, to, to help the team out, you know, it didn't matter if it was an extra point, uh, a rouge or, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, or any of those five kicks. Right. And uh, we got very fortunate how we got the, the, the win in the fourth quarter, you know, in the great cup, because that, that was crucial. And as you can tell, our offense started rolling. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we hit, if we would have hit, tried to hit a 45 yarder the other way, it would have, uh, I would have had to say a couple of Hail Marys <laughs> because that, that day, it, it was, it was brutal, but, more than anything, just very fortunate to be put in a situation like that, you know, and it was fun to see, uh, you know, Zach do his thing, Caleros, in, in the fourth quarter, you know, down by 12 points in the fourth, and for him to drive us down and to put us in a situation to where we end up winning, uh, it's it's stuff that, you know, you couldn't write in any better than that, so just very fortunate to be part of uh, a, a night like that, right, and, and it's a night I won't forget, and I remember when the interception happened, it was funny because I look at the replay and I thought I was jumping so high and I was maybe coming two inches off the ground and I was, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, um, it, it, it was definitely a special night. Absolutely. So, but I guess since then, I mean, obviously our boy John here has had a bit of a tough week as you've left his, uh, blue bombers because he, you know, got to do what's right for you and sort of, uh, the situation that's now lended you uh, with the Edmonton Elks after uh, leaving Winnipeg. Yes, uh, you know, I was really looking forward to to coming back to Winnipeg and, you know, and just, uh, you know, the cars didn't go that way. And just very, uh, you know, fortunate to be in a situation where I know Coach Jones and G. Roy, you know, have a relationship with them. So yep. I felt very comfortable, uh, you know, with them. And from the moment that they, they, they reached out uh, to me, you know, because uh, a couple of weeks ago, there's there's this main – this is a big free agent kicking, punting, and snapping combine that's held every year in Arizona. It was it was two weeks ago, and I, I told myself, you know, I'm gonna I want to give the NFL another shot. You know, I feel like I, you know, I I did well, and but obviously when you go to this combine, you have to be basically perfect. And I did I did good. I didn't do great. Uh, as soon as uh, it, it was done, I, I called my agent. I'm like, you know, I know. I didn't have the day that I needed. So uh, let's see what we can do to go back up North. Right. And, uh, 
And from the get-go, you know, Edmonton came strong. And, uh, but, you know, going back to knowing G-Roy since 2019, because he, he helped me uh, revive my career after, you know, by giving me a chance. Uh, because, you know, I tore my ACL in 17 and was out for almost two years. And then Chris Jones, I met him back in 2015 with my first CFL tryout ever in Hebron High School in Dallas, Texas. And ever since then, even though I never played for him, we kept in touch. We had a relationship. So that was pretty, it was pretty cool to, to have, you know, Coach Jones over the years, you know, just message me after big games, you know, uh, after, you know, in Winnipeg 2015, my first game winner, yeah. uh, you know, I remember, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, when I had the Monday night football game against New England Patriots, he messaged me after the Grey Cup, he messaged me. And every time he got a promotion or did well, I would message him as well. So we, we've had that that relationship, you know, for years now. So it, it was kind of easy to to go to Edmonton. I guess the only, I guess, sort of thing wondering left from Winnipeg was, did they offer you a contract at all? Uh, you know, they did. And it was just, uh, you know, just like I said, Edmonton came in strong. And, uh, you know, just like I said, you know, very fortunate to be in a situation where I am, where I can, you know, take care of my family. And, you know, if I can do this while kicking a football, uh, you know, I'm winning. You know, my family's winning. Yeah, it's a, it's a great spot to be. And you mentioned how G-Roy helped you out when you tore your ACL back in 2017. You know, could you elaborate on that a little bit more? You know, talk about yeah, what G-Roy did know, for you, Sergio. Yeah, because, you know, in 2017, I tore my ACL. 2018, I went to the, I don't know if y'all remember the AAF, the Alliance yes. of American yeah, Football. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're football nerds, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> We're like the three Canadians that probably watched it. Right. <laughs> um, my, my knee wasn't recovering well because I rushed my rehab going into Ottawa in 18. And uh, after that, I went to Alliance. My knee was still not well, got cut. And honestly, like I, my knee, there was a point where like I could maybe put it straight about 80, 70%. I couldn't lock the knee out. You know, I would kick and the next day I couldn't walk or I would do legs in the weight room and I couldn't walk. And, and I had told my girl, like, you know, I'm done, you know, because I'm to the point where like, I just want to be able to walk. Yeah. And like, like normal and jog and, and, um, and it wasn't until, you know, G Roy called later on and he's like, Hey, we're struggling. You know, it was after the first preseason game, you, we want to, you know, we need to, we need some help and you, th- we think you, get, you can be the answer and um, had a horrible first preseason, uh, preseason game. I think I went like three for six <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, they, they eventually stuck with me. And that, that first game, I remember I was warming up on the bicycle and on the sideline. And he's like, prove me right. You know, I stuck my head out for you. And but I know you're going to do well. And, uh, you know, just very fortunate for him to to fight for me in that in that meeting room, you know, back in yeah. B.C. That's awesome. It's maybe one of the, the few guys that has sort of run the gamut of football in North America over the last number of years, you know, with your stops in the CFL, the NFL, the AAF and the XFL. I mean, What's that sort of experience, especially, you know, the XFL, there's a lot of talk about it and, you know, it's potential alliance with the CFL at one point and, you know, should the CFL go to four down sort of, you know, what do you think are sort of the advantages of every sort of different type of game having played them all? I think the CFL, what it brings is since there's only three downs, one, I think it's for specialists, it's a lot more fun 
in, in my perspective, because if we get to kick, we get to punt more, we have a more a say so in the game, right? We can score more points. We can get the defense in a better field position by punting. And then as well with, with the Rouges, right? That's, that's huge. Mm -hmm. So um, I love that aspect from the CFL because it went, I, I, I go from the, I went from the college game, the American game to Canada. And it's like, I'm getting more action. I'm like, this yeah. is fun. Yeah. Right. And then you come back to the States and it's just like, man, I don't get to kick a lot anymore. <laughs> and, 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 and part of it is because, you know, you have the field goal post on the goal line, right? So yeah, yeah. you once you hit the 50-yard line, you're, you know, five more yards and you're in field goal range compared to, you know, you're on the 40-yard line and, you know, you're still kind of iffy on the field goal range on the on the state side, right? So, um, but, you know, just to be able to play in all these leagues, I've always just try, tried to find a way to keep the dream alive. That was the main um point behind every time I signed with a team is like, okay, what can I do to keep on playing? Right. So, uh, like I said, from the get go, just fortunate just to be playing, you know, I just turned 31 in November and hopefully I keep doing this for many more years. Absolutely. You mentioned the fun it is to play in Canada. Uh, it, one of the things that's always made me a fan of yours from the first time you came to save Winnipeg's ticking game, is you look like you're having fun. Between the lucha, between the luchador masks, the outfits, even your tweet last week with the with the big old you had the big old ten gallon hat on, asking where the best tacos were. Like that's one thing that's always drawn me to you. Is is that kind of how you approach game, Sergio? It's just like, hey man, this is fun. Let's go have some fun. Is that is that a good read on you? Yes, and it's you know my my girl. She's she's a head coach for 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 soccer right and she's just like always got to be like you got to be serious focus and she gets mad at me because i'm joking around on the sideline all the time right and um i will say when i went to new york the first uh, three four games because i was basically week to week hey you're gonna play this week and the next week i didn't know till like a day before the game hey you're playing and you know the first three four weeks i really did not have any pressure on myself and it wasn't until when i entered the last three games of the season and the last three games that I played, there was about seven games left. They said, Serge, the whole season is yours. Uh, and then after that, I put this pressure on myself to be perfect, which I had never done that in my career. Yeah. And then, um, then that's when I had that bad game against Seattle and I got cut. So going back to Winnipeg, the main question I asked myself is, can I be myself again? Which is, can I be that joking, that funny guy, uh, uh, and then there's times that I have serious conversations with guys on the sideline, like, Hey, how's your family? This and that. And while we're in the game, which is <laughs> me being myself. Right. Yeah. So that was the main question me asking, can I be myself, uh, you know, going back to Winnipeg and, uh, for me after the Calgary game, that's when I started feeling comfortable. I'm like, started feeling, you know, this is an old me where I can yeah. just be me. Right. And then. In the day of the Great Cup, uh, I woke up, I went to the gym, and I did a full back workout, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I was just planning doing the sauna and chilling, yeah. and, and, I, and I took some pre, and the juices started flowing. I'm like, all right, let's get a back workout. <laughs> and after that, I had breakfast with my family. We started watching Shrek. Uh, I only watched half of it and I'll tell you and, and I'll tie it into you'll see <laughs> yes, why. please do I want to hear this now I love and, Shrek I, I love Shrek you know me too and so we start playing and um, and I just start joking around I'm on myself we get to halftime it's a longer halftime than usual right yeah it, so what I do I start I, I finish watching the movie Shrek 
<laughs> so that's outstanding. When I started watching it, I'm like, okay, uh, like like it was just confirmation. Like I'm 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 relaxed. I'm me. Yeah. And I think if you can be yourself outside of your job, you know, it can be just whatever job you have. Yeah. You'll you'll be able to bring the best version to your to your job, to your circle, to your environment, and at the end, it you'll help impacting others. No. Oh. Hundred uh, percent. You mentioned uh, he, your girl being a soccer coach, and I know I saw that great video, and Joel actually was the first one to send it to me. Uh, you doing some? You do some PA announcing for? Oh, yeah. uh, so it's it's pro soccer. You do that for uh, down in Texas in the off season? Yeah, it's a uh, you know it's a semi pro indoor soccer team that we have here in Amarillo, Texas, and uh, the Amarillo Bombers, and one of our buddies, um, uh, James Parker, he owns a team. And he's the one that actually, he, re, he repaired my ACL. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, Serge, you know, I just bought this team. We need a PA. You want, can you come try it out? If you like it, I'm like, look, I'm going to try it out because maybe I suck, you know, and you don't <laughs> want me. And uh, so let's just say I'm on a one day contract. And that's how we did it. And it was funny. I'm like, what's my like limit? Like, like how much trash talk can I do? can i do yes. he's like he's like there's no limit you oh nice and then so i bring in the english spanish spanglish uh you know flavor to it yeah and all a lot of the teams that we play they're latino so once they and it's funny once they start getting the players heads it so now i'm getting getting them off their game and it's been beneficial uh, because we've ended up winning a couple close games i think because of that so i feel <laughs> like i played a part in those wins <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's that's good stuff. Um, kind of just to rewind a little bit, I guess. Um, I think a question that a lot of people may wonder, because you played with the New York Jets, um, is that organization as big of a mess as it seems from the outside? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I, the whole COVID situation was just. It, I think it throws it threw everything off because from the get go, as soon as you wake up from six to eight o'clock every day, you did COVID testing, right? So. Yeah. It was just, uh, you know, it it was it was different because of that. You couldn't do a lot of stuff that you normally could during a regular season, right? So, I mean, we did the best we could. You know, I had Coach Boyer, special teams coach. He was probably one of the best and funniest coaches to ever play for, uh, and that helped me along. You know, getting being myself from the get go, right? So, yeah. to be able to perform at a high level, so. Super cool, super chill. Um, I will say this story though. Uh, when we're playing against Kansas City, we that was the second game that I was playing, and I had a dream when I was in when I was 12 years old. I was at Cesar Chavez Middle School, and this dream, I see my mom and my future uh, wife watching me play. Right, and I, and I've had that dream every year, at least once or twice a year. And, but in that dream, my wife is pregnant. Mind you, I'm 12 years old. I don't know who my wife is, right? Right. <laughs> Fast forward, it's November 1st, 2020. We're playing in Kansas City. And I tell my, that's the only game that we can, that we're playing with fans because of COVID. Right. My mom and my girl go, and my girl was pregnant at the time, six months. <laughs> Unreal. Six months. Wow. So I hit a, I think a 39 yarder. And then second quarter starts and they yell punt. And I think it was a, it was a, at the time I thought it was like a 51, 52. 
And I tell the coach, like, I tell Boyer, like, screw it, let's kick it. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, and I just start running on the field. I don't even let him decide. I'm like, yeah, let's kick it. And he's like, oh, punt, oh, field goal on, let's go. Yeah. And the funny thing is I mishit the ball. I literally thought I was not going to reach it. And I'm like, man, I'm about to be embarrassed on national TV. I start and, and I couldn't see over the, the offensive linemen because they're so tall. Yeah. And so I started asking, I'm like, did I make it? And they're like, bro, I, I, I know. I started asking, did I reach it? Yeah. And they're like, bro, you made it. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was a pretty cool, neat experience. And, you know, for Coach Boyer to, to have that confidence in me uh, early on, that was pretty sweet. So in your brief time in the XFL, did you get to meet The Rock? No, I did not. Because <laughs> I, I wish I could have. But at the time, it was Vince McMahon that was the owner. Oh, right. Yes. I forgot. I, I, I get my WWE Attitude Era superstars mixed up in my brain <laughs> sometimes. So, which is really a shame because I remember I did watch a lot of wrestling back then. Mm -hmm. But um, do you have any great, and you don't have to name the league if you don't want to, you know, throw anybody under the bus, but do you have any great, like, boys in the bus stories, you know, getting fed, like, you know, a broken down bus someplace, just some real Bush League, minor league kind of thing that's ever happened in your career, Serge? <laughs> and this can go back to college. Like, it doesn't, like, we don't need to name names, but if you got a real good one, like a broken down bus or something, we'll take it. Oh. Uh... Not that I can't think of, you know, even when we're in college, I mean, we took those 12 hour bus rides, but, um, take some micro knockout. Right. <laughs> no noise canceling uh, headphones back then. Hey? Right. And now, now we upgraded from NyQuil to tequila, right. To knock out on the right. But no, I can't think of, you know, I've been very lucky that, you know, nothing like that has happened. So <laughs> <laughs> you, a big focus for you in the off season is, is helping kids and helping youth football. Mm -hmm. uh you mentioned you do camps uh just what's what makes that so important to you to giving back to the football community and being involved in that and and how do you get hooked up with you for a virtual camp yeah so uh, when i first signed to west texas a&m when i was 18 years old i didn't really have a lot of coaching and and kicking has become a little bit expensive if you want to go to a kicking coach right so um i just want to give a reasonable price to where like kids don't it's not like an arm and a leg that you know you have to pay just to get to go for a camp and what frustrates me some camps they're they're like four or five hundred bucks for two hours and you don't even learn anything you just compete so and it's just I'm like no my my goal is to help a kid develop his technique and if he can get it his school paid for and by kicking a football it, it's a win for me right so if any kids want to reach out they can reach out my social media uh, you know, and uh, we can communicate and I can do some coaching through there. That's awesome. It's huge. You, you give them back like that search. Appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. My man. One last thing I had for you. Uh, speaking to the kids, I got my seven year olds, not so much into football. My three year old <laughs> is okay. He's got tiny little legs. What can <laughs> I tell him to be more like you? Because uh, he knows how to, he knows how to read the back of my Jersey uh he barely reads but he knows that says sergio so what what can i tell him to make him a make him a kicker at three honestly if you can get him to playing soccer from Perfect. a young age i hooked him up for that That's there you go parenting um, win my man yes because it'll it automatically he'll have the he'll have the base and the foundation of how to kick a ball and two is soccer it'll build your quads your hamstrings and, and your calves you know you'll have that condition so 
uh, here in the States, for the most part, they, they go get the kicker from the soccer team. Why? Because <laughs> it, they have the foundation of how to right. kick it, right? So if he can start doing that, it'll be an easy transition. Fantastic. Can't wait. Uh, he'll be wearing hopefully number 14 and in honor of you, it. my man. So I appreciate uh, that. I love it. This was everything I dreamed it would be from the first time you came on in 2015 and saved Winnipeg's kicking game. So uh, Sergio, again, thank you so much, my man. Uh, it was an absolute blast, an absolute pleasure. Best of luck at Edmonton this season. The Elks are now my second favorite team. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.